Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some tips when your salt cell is at the end of its life. And also, I'll go over some tips when you're talking to a customer that is maybe hesitant to replace the salt cell because of the price point. And I'll go over some ways to convince them that it's much better to replace the cell than to switch and go back to regular chlorine tablets or liquid or CalHypo. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the first question is, how do you know when your salt cell is actually near the end of its life? Most of the major salt water manufacturers will give the salt cells a 10,000 hour lifespan. There are a few that will give it a 15,000 hour and some will give it a 20,000 hour, but the majority of the salt systems from the big three, Hayward, Jandy, and Pentair, the salt water systems will last for 10,000 hours. How do you calculate that? Well, that's just based on the usage, you know, when the pump is running and when the salt generator is actually working, that's being is using some of his lifespan up. Just as an example, if you were to have a saltwater system running at 100% output, and let's just say that you don't close your pool, so in the, in the wintertime it's not going to work, so I'm going to just use a nine-month kind of ratio. So nine months out of the year, let's just say that um, nine times 30, that's 270 days, and you're running it eight hours a day, so let's say times eight, so that's 2,160. So that salt cell should last you about five years, running eight hours a day at 100% output for 270 days out of the year. Now, if you're running your pool longer, of course, and if you have a bigger pool and you're running your pool for a longer season, I think nine months is a pretty average season for California. But if you're in Florida, you may have even a 12-month season because it doesn't get cold enough for it to stop producing chlorine. So let's just say you had a 12-month season, so 365 days, and you're running it for 12 hours a day because you have a big pool there. That's going to give you 4,300 hours in one year. So in two years, that salt cell will be worn out. And that's at 100% output. If you're going at 50% output, you're going to extend that life. You're going to double the life. So that'll be four years if you're in Florida and you're running it all year long. So that's kind of how you calculate that 10,000-hour lifespan. So you can use basic math to kind of calculate how how long of a life is left in the cell. If you have the new iClor from Pentair, it has a countdown, so it'll count down 10,000 hours for you automatically in the software. And then if you have an IntelliClor, you can also get an approximate lifespan using the cell itself. So you, you would turn on the cell, and then you would hold the more button down for three seconds. And then the lights should scroll, leaving a few to, a few of the percentage lights still lit. So, of course, if only the 20% lights up, then you know that the cell is near the end of its life. And so that's kind of how you tell 
with the IntelliClore. The other ones won't really give you a lifespan. With the Jandy True Clear, you're probably going to get an error reading when the salt cell is near the end of its life. It'll, it'll display on the power unit check cell, and that's an indicator that the cell has reached the end of its lifespan. Usually, you know, within the four or five year period, you'll see that check cell, and then it's not going to produce chlorine at that point. So that's the indicator there. Hayward, the Hayward Aquarite, one good way to tell when the salt cell is going bad or dying is that the salinity level will be inaccurate. So you may get there one week and it's showing 3,800 parts per million. You get there another week and showing 3,300. You get there another week and showing 2,600 and the lights are flashing. That's a good indicator that the salt level is dropping. Not quite dropping in the pool, I should say, but the cell is not able to read the salinity level. I'm not exactly sure what's happening with the cell when it's going bad at that point, but I do know that one thing that I noticed with the Hayward Aquarite systems is that when they start to die and go bad, you're going to get a false salinity level. And so it may be really low, showing 2,600 parts per million. You'll add a bag or two, and then it's going to read it correctly again. Maybe it'll say it's 3,300 parts per million. But then two or three weeks later, it's back down to 2,400 parts per million. And then you're adding more salt. And so what happens is when this is going on and you're not aware of this problem, and I've taken over pools with the Hayward Aquarite system where the salt level is at like 6,000 parts per million, is that when the cell, cell starts to go bad, adding more salt will kind of help it along the way, kind of limping to make it work again. But then you're adding a huge amount of salt to the water. And when you go to change that cell, and I've done this before where I put a new cell on, you're going to get the high salt indicator and it's not going to work. And so you have to drain some of the water out. So the Aquarite systems, the salinity level dropping when you know the level is fine. And that's why you kind of need a separate salinity meter, a digital meter. You should carry one on your truck. You can get the Lamont Tracer or you can get the Hawk version of the tester. Whichever you want to get is going to definitely help you in a situation where you're getting a false reading on the Hayward Aquarite system. You can usually tell when a cell is old just by the cell itself. It starts to look really worn out. And the sun, you know, really ages that cell. One thing you can do to see if the cell is working or not is do the 24-hour test. And I recommend this if you have a cell that you think is not quite at the end of its lifespan, but the pool is not showing any chlorine level or any significant level of chlorine. You have the cyanuric acid at the right level. Let's say it's at 70 parts per million. But every week there's no chlorine being produced. And so you could do the 24-hour test, which is you'll run your pool for 24 hours. You'll put the cell output for 100%. And then you're going to be testing the water prior to that to get a chlorine reading. 24 hours later, with everything running, the salt system running for 24 hours, the pool running, get another chlorine reading. And if you get a registration of any kind of chlorine, then it's probably working still. And typically, if you look at the owner's manual, it'll tell you how much chlorine it should be producing within a 24-hour period. So, for instance, if you had an IC40 salt cell, it should be producing about 1.2 pounds of chlorine in 24 hours. And you can measure that with the chlorine level in parts per million. So if you do get a chlorine reading after a 24-hour test, it may just be that you're not running the pool long enough or the output wasn't set high enough for it to be effective. There could be other things that cause the chlorine not to be reading in there. You could have high phosphates or you could have a high bather load or the filtration could not be could be compromised, maybe bad grids or bad cartridges or the sand needs to be replaced in the sand filter. 
but generally a 24-hour test will indicate if the system is actually working. After 24 hours, I think if you're not getting any chlorine at all, the cell may not be producing any chlorine. It's a good idea also to keep some salt cells that still work in your truck. You can use maybe an old Aquarite cell. I have a, a Pentair IC40, and you can pop those in when you need to test the system to see if the salt cells are working. Leave them in the pool for a week, and you can see if maybe the problem isn't the cell. It's just something with something in the water is making the chlorine dissipate rapidly. Or it could be that the cell is bad, and if you put your spare cell in there and it's working, then that would indicate that that salt cell is probably no longer any good. If you take it in the certain pool stores, they can actually test it. And if you call Hayward with the Aquarite, there's some diagnostic numbers, and you can read them off to them, and they'll be able to tell you just by the numbers that it's that you're receiving if that salt cell is at the end of its life. Now, when you go to change the salt cell, you probably want to get a comparable salt cell for that pool. I would say if you're using an IC40, I wouldn't move down to an IC20 even though it's less expensive because then it may be that you're not getting enough chlorine for your pool. So if you had a 25,000 gallon pool, for instance, and you had an IC40, and then you decided to save some money and get an IC20, the IC20 is rated for 20,000 gallons of water. So that's kind of that's why it's called the IC20. Then you have the IC40, which is rated for 40,000 gallons of water. And then Pentair makes an IC60 for 60,000 gallons of water or less. And so you want to get a salt cell that matches what you have currently, even though it may be expensive. The True Clear, they only have one of those, and that's for 33,000 gallons. Now the Alkalite, you can go down. They have a T3, a T5, T15 cell. I think they have a T8 also. But you want to make sure that you get... The cell that you kind of had before, and you can upgrade too. If you had too small of a cell, you can get a bigger one and put it on there. And you can just reprogram the Hayward system to read that larger cell. But I would say you probably never want to go from a larger cell to a smaller cell to save money. Because you're going to increase the output time of that cell and shorten the lifespan of it. Or it may not be able to produce enough chlorine each day for your size pool. So try to get a like cell. Now there are generic cells that you can swap out. There's kind of mixed reviews on those. Sometimes they work really well. Other people say they don't work at all. But if you really are budget conscious and you need to search for a generic cell, you can probably save a little bit of money by buying an off-brand cell that matches the cell that you have now. But I would say you probably just want to go with the manufacturer branded cell that you have. It's more logical to do that. I mean, you may want to swap out the whole system at that point if it's really old. If you have an old Hayward Aquarite and you wanted to swap it out, you know, you may be better off getting something like the Jandy True Clear, spending a little extra money to get a whole new power unit, a whole new salt cell. But usually we just swap out the cell. We don't swap out the whole units because it's not cost effective for the customer. And getting the cell is pretty much a big hit already. And to add on a whole new system is, a, is too big of a hit for most people. But sometimes if you wanted to switch out an older system for something newer, you can definitely switch brands and switch out the whole system. Now, what happens when you approach a customer and you, you let them know that the salt cell is pretty much toast, you know, it's at its end of its life and it's not producing chlorine. And then you give them the quote for a new cell. And let's say it's a Hayward system. And there is actually a T9 cell, not T8. I got that one wrong. I was close. I should have looked it up. So let's say a Hayward T15 cell on Amazon is 879 The T3 cell, which is for 15,000 gallons, is 445. So that's a real bargain. But again, you don't want to go down in sizes because be careful. Any kind of savings will be used up by 
you know, running the cell longer or not having enough chlorine to pull in the T9 cell. Um, the price on the T9 is not shown here. Let me see. The T9 cell is $698. So you go to your customer and you're trying to sell them a T15 cell and it's a $900 cell. And they tell you, well, I really don't want to pay that. I don't want a new salt cell. I'd rather just switch to chlorine instead. And two things you can do to kind of inspire them to get a cell. Let them know that by switching to chlorine, within three years, they're going to spend as much money on chlorine as they're going to spend on the salt cell now because they have to purchase a bucket of tablets, whether it be CalHypo or Trichlor tablets. And then you're going to be adding, you know, anything over the maintenance dose of liquid chlorine or CalHypo to the pool. You're going to charge them for that. So in reality, within three years of the chemical usage of that pool, it's going to equal about $900 anyway. And that then you have two more years left on that salt cell after that. So it's a net loss of, you know, 600 bucks because basically if you had the salt cell, because you're going to add two more years of chemical usage to that. So in the five-year period, you're going to spend more than replacing that salt cell. Now, that wasn't the case three or four years ago when everything was dirt cheap. But since chemicals are going up every year and they haven't gone down in price significantly, this is a true reality to talk to the customer about the fact that you're really not saving any money by not buying a new salt cell now and biting the bullet and paying that price. Also, you're going to have to let them know that you have to drain their pool because with all that salt in there, it's going to cause nothing but problems with you maintaining that pool. So that's going to cost them another three or $400 to drain it and refill it, maybe even more depending if the water cost is higher. And they might as well just get a new salt cell rather than drain their pool, refill it, and you go, you switch over the chlorine. I wouldn't recommend going from a saltwater system to a chlorine system like liquid chlorine or tablets without draining the pool because the salt is an element of total dissolved solids. And if you've tested TDS in a saltwater pool, you're getting somewhere around 4,500, maybe 5,000 parts per million on your TDS. Now, the salt is probably the best thing as far as TDS goes, as far as not affecting the water balance. But the salt does make it hard to balance the water. Then you may run into the problem where you switch to chlorine. And since the TDS is so high, you know, your chemical readings get kind of funky because there's so much salt in the pool. With the saltwater generator working, it's constantly converting that salt into chlorine and then back into salt again. And that's why there's not, it's not a problem having a TDS of 4,500 or 5,000. I know when salt systems first came out, I called Hayward, Penter, and Jan, and I asked the technicians about that. I questioned them in length about, you know, the TDS reading and the saltwater pool. And most of them weren't really, you know, tracking with me. But one of them from Hayward was like, yeah, I think... You're right, the TDS is pretty high for a normal pool if it was on chlorine, but since the saltwater generator, you know, technically is converting that salt in the pool, it's not a big issue. And he mentioned that it is an issue if you don't have the saltwater generator working and you had TDS of 4,500. So explain to the customer that the salt is going to be a factor with maintaining the pool and the salt has to come out of the pool if, no, if they don't want to have the saltwater generator working any longer. That in itself should be enough to convince them to spend the money upgrade the salt cell and keep it on salt. If they're not willing to do that, then I definitely would say, you know, drain that pool, switch over the chlorine, and then charge them for the bucket of tablets, and then charge them for anything over the maintenance dose of the liquid chlorine or calhypo you're using in the pool, because you don't want to be losing money by adding a lot of algicides in there to try to balance that pool. 
and it's better to start with fresh water if you're not going to do the saltwater pool system. And if they know all this and they still want to go with the regular chlorine, then go ahead and do that. But I think if you can talk them into it just by comparing the price of a drain, a refill, and also you know going over to the other tablets that they would stick with a saltwater generator and want to replace their saltwater cell. It's one of those things that you have to discuss with the customer every four or five years, unfortunately. Sometimes it's really easy. What I like to do is just text the customer and I say, oh, you know what, your salt cell is at the end of the lifespan. Unfortunately, it's a pretty expensive item and it's going to cost you $900 and I know it's a big hit, but it will last for five years. You don't have to worry about it for five more years. So if you break it down over a five-year period, it's a little bit less than $200 each year. So it's definitely cheaper than the cost of, you know, going to chlorine and using chlorine in your pool. But I understand that's an expense that you weren't anticipating, but this is kind of where we're at right now and you have to replace it. Usually it's not a big problem at that point. That kind of selling technique works really well, especially in a text message where they can read it, kind of absorb it and kind of digest it. I find that when you call or run into them in person and tell them this in person, then it's more impactful. I don't know what it is psychologically, but if someone texts you a price versus telling you the price, I think it's softer. And I think they're less resistant when you text them all this rather than talk to them in person or call them on the phone. And they may be reluctant at first, so give them some time to kind of chew on it and come up with you know their answer. But more than likely, within a few days, they're going to tell you, go ahead and get the cell and put it on there. Reluctantly, they're going to cave in. And some salt systems, the cells are less expensive, like a true clear is probably around 600 compared to that. And the smaller cells, the larger the cell, the more expensive it's going to be, unfortunately. And I find it easier, of course, when you have a smaller system like a Hayward T3, you know, or T9 system where the cell is more affordable. You know, try selling an IC60 cell. That's a tough cell sometimes because that cell costs as much as a saltwater system itself. But it's one of those things that's part of the industry. The salt cell prices have not really skyrocketed, in my opinion. They've gone up slightly, and they're not like at outrageous levels. They've always been expensive, and they're kind of in a in a holding pattern, I think. They're not super expensive. They're not inexpensive. And the good news is they're readily available, and there's no shortage of salt cells. There was some kind of inkling that there may be a shortage this season, but there hasn't been. And I think going into next year, we're not going to have a problem with getting a salt cell replacement cell if you need it. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. If you click on the banner on the podcast icon, you'll see a drop-down menu of over 1,200 podcasts that I've recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.